Hi, everyone. We want to hear from you. This podcast is all about us right now, but we want to bring you, the listener, into it more. Uh, so we'd love to hear from you any friendship-related stories that you have. It can be a really great meet-cute, a moment that a friend really stuck their neck out for you that you'll never forget, a crazy story of a night out, anything like that. We want to bring that into the podcast. You can write to us, thenoshpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a DM at the Nosh Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, whatever works for you. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and we'll read it on an upcoming episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Nosh Podcast presents Let's Be Friends. I'm Chelsea. I'm Natasha. And I'm Sarah. And today we talked about one of the great friendship movies of all time, Now and Then. But before we talk about that, how's everyone doing? I'm doing pretty good. I uh, I spent a lot of today cleaning, but somehow nothing really got clean. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to clean? Oh, Amazing question. I'm not. Um, I, I, I will. I was cleaning the kitchen and the fridge. I don't know if that's my favorite thing, but it is really nice to have a clean kitchen. I, I prob, but I feel like I would feel like a hypocrite if I said it. that's my favorite thing to clean because it's the most, the thing that's most frequently dirty, <laughs> but maybe, I don't know. <laughs> What's your least favorite thing to clean? Um, I never clean my bathtub or like shower. Bathtubs are never. Hard, hard to clean. I feel like my bathtub is to a point where like, I wouldn't even know how to clean it. Like, I feel like I've tried to clean it in the past and I'm like, this is doing nothing. I have a, what is it called? Those suds. Oh. And every now and again, I now and then. Every, every now, now and then. I spray it on the drain and I'm like, hmm, I hope that's helpful. And then I like wash it away. Hmm. I shouldn't like be so judged. I mean, you might've heard a little bit of a judgment and uh -huh, like, it's oh, okay. you I'm never really clean your satisfied. bathroom. I'm satisfied with myself and my worth. But I don't. I mean, it's, I shouldn't have even like done that because I don't really like clean it either. I just like spray it. I like set it and forget it. What do you spray it with though? Like Lysol bleach. Okay. <laughs> like I just spray like my whole, my shower and my toilet. And I basically like leave it up to nature. <laughs> yes. Nature and chemicals. Yeah. But then, you know, eventually like, of course it's a shower. So water will go down. It's a toilet. Water will go down. So. Yeah, I just figured that the soap from my body and the water just clean it every time I'm in it. Great point. Totally. But I, I so I guess my favorite, yeah, I, I threw away things from my, in my fridge that were like old and didn't need to be there anymore. And I do really like that. I didn't clean it though. That would be like next level. Mm -hmm. But I took things out and now it's like everything in there is fairly recent or something that I will consume hopefully soon. I agree. That's a great feeling. I feel like when the fridge 
piles up with like old food, it just makes me not want to cook. It makes me like not want to go in there. And then everything, then everything goes bad because I just won't touch it. <laughs> anything. Yeah. I have at least four soups that I have to eat in the next few days, like four Pyrexes full of soup. Wow. I went to the like grocery store to like get stuff for the week. And I was like, I no, like there's nothing to be gotten. Like I have to eat these four soups. Yeah. So I got like some Italian meats and two cans of wine and two avocados. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like the, the most company. single person <laughs> grocery store run ever. How are you, Chelsea? Any stories good. for us? <laughs> I have a couple of stories. This week was actually like pretty full of stories. So um, one thing that happened is that, so I've been going to the local swimming pool a lot, five days a week. Um, I do lane swimming there and water aerobics. It's like the number one thing that's saving me in these COVID times. And I've gotten really like chummy with the lifeguards and the staff there. But I think like maybe on this one day, my favorite lifeguard, like maybe went a little too far. <laughs> so I like swam down the lane to her and like said hi to her. And she's like, hey, so um, those leopard print bike pants that you wear, those bike shorts, um, do you like them? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. well, uh, yeah, I mean, I wear them every day. They're like my favorite leopard print bike shorts. And I mean, just for our listeners, Natasha and our friend Lindsay were my first like style icons that inspired me to get leopard print bike shorts. And ever since I have gotten them, I've loved my life. Like, yeah, it's a great way to improve your life. <laughs> it's a great way to improve your life. And I wear them every day and I love them. And she was like, Hey, don't take, don't take this the wrong way, which like da -da -da -da, drum roll. That's never good. <laughs> She's like, when you wear them, they look, they make you look so much heavier than you actually are. Like you take them off and you're like, Oh, she's, she's hot. Like she looks good. You can tell that like you have muscles and like you look, you look, have like a really nice shape, but then you put them on and it just makes you look so much bigger. And I was like, cool. Thanks. Uh, I have go two problems now. with that. Can I say yeah, both of them? One, they look amazing on you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Two, they are the shape of your body. Yeah, they're literally <laughs> right. your body. They cling to my body. It's and not like, what like is they're like, like snow pant material that, they, that like bulk them up. Like they cling to my body. It's basically like my skin. And like, the leopard. what does she want you to do? Like wear the shortest shorts you can find so that you can show your leg muscles? <laughs> I guess, but also like, why is she, why, why is she looking at that and commenting That's on true. that? Great point. I have, I have a question. Um, was this before or after you referred to leopard bike shorts as quote unquote, ugly fashion? Because I never you, talked about them once with her. No, no, no. With us. Oh, because when you purchased oh. dinosaur sweatshirt, you were like, I think you guys will like these because they're, it's ugly. Like the clothes that you yeah, wear. That's true. That's a good like, point. Why would you say that those clothes are ugly because they're perfect and beautiful? I mean, anytime you're wearing like animal skin on your body, it's not really like, I mean, it's, very, it's weird. Very fashionable people on. wear leopard print. <laughs> it's extremely they? in right now. And I think it, it looks awesome. And I love animal print, but like, it's also like kind of weird. 
but like I embrace it and I'm fine with it. But yeah, you're right. It's like, if I kind of had that opinion already, was it, then... but was it before or after that happened? Do you know? Cause you said that like a couple days ago, when did this story that was on happen? Thursday when we talked about the ugly animal prints, cause I wanted to get this pullover that was like absolutely covered in like indecipherable animal, animal shapes, <laughs> animal blobs. <laughs> um, and I think mm -hmm. that must have been, I mean, that could have been the same day, actually. I think it was something like Thursday or Friday. Well, yeah. it would have temporally had to have, one of them had to have happened before. I'm just curious yeah. if the lifeguard was like, I mean, those shorts look terrible on you. And then you were like, you know, those ugly oh, shorts. Oh, 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 I see. Yeah. I, I don't think it was like that. I think those were separate ideas. Actually, I can maybe find out really quickly. I feel like if it had happened, if the lifeguard thing had happened before we had that conversation, you would have mentioned the lifeguard thing. That's yep. true. It yeah. seems unreasonable that you wouldn't have mentioned it in that moment. <laughs> but maybe, maybe Chelsea kept secrets like the girls in this in the movie that we're. Oh my talk god! About. Actually, yeah, the lifeguard thing happened on Friday. Okay, I'm just going after. back through some texts of when I told my our mutual pool friend. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. okay. So the, the ugly animal pullover thing happened on Thursday okay. and the, the bike shorts happened on Friday. So they're two separate incident incidents. Well, I don't know. Maybe you manifested it. <laughs> Maybe I did in a bad way. My my vibes are <laughs> high, I guess, or whatever. No, but I love those shorts, and you should tell that lifeguard to politely fuck off. Yeah, but you know We're what? The next day, she wore an entire Maleficent costume to teach <laughs> our water aerobics class, and it was pretty amazing. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't really hate her. What's the, but politely, because you guys are friends, it would be like, ah, fuck off. Um, what was your other story? Okay. So another story is that I witnessed uh, like a, a burg, like a theft. Oh. Of what? Of a backpack. Whoa. So I was walking down, should I say the specific street, a street near me. Okay. <laughs> Our fans might come and try and find me or something. <laughs> which would be fine. I could make you soup, um, <laughs> but it could potentially be problematic. So I was walking and there was what seemed to be like a kid, like it, they were walking like super fast. The person was shorter than me, but they were totally covered. Like they were wearing a black sweatsuit and a ski mask. Oh, and ski mask. It was like the high seventies. <laughs> and he's like walking, he or she, them are walking, um, like pretty briskly. And I just like looked and I was like, this seems unusual, but I'm not going to like judge a person, <laughs> you know, like, what do I know? You know, like their I, ski I mask makes their face look fat, but I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> it's. I like, mean, everyone's wearing masks now, but like nobody's wearing ski. Like it was a whole ass ski mask with a hoodie. And then like, it was like a black hoodie, black sweatpants, this person was totally covered except for their eyes, briskly walking up the street past me. Da, da, da. And then a minute later, I, oh, and I made direct eye contact with that person. I was just kind of like, hmm. <laughs> it seems strange, but it's for the, not for, the for the listeners, Chelsea squinted her eyes and glanced and like, left to right. And I followed them. <laughs> um, but then it didn't do anything. And then a minute later, I see that same person running toward me and then pa eventually passed me carrying a backpack. 
and also made direct eye contact with them (laughs) and then just kind of slowly stared down the street like should I do something and then after that person ran past me a group of like maybe three young girls that were all dressed like kind of like Harajuku like Gwen Gwen Stefani girls a little bit like they were wearing like um bright pajama pants and like crop tops and um pigtails like they looked like they had just been doing like a TikTok video or something they probably were yeah there were like three girls that were probably about like now and then age somewhere between like 12 and 15 and then three like boys and (laughs) this girl is like she's like ah like super exasperated and uh, the boy is like well are you gonna get it back and she's like obviously I am Phil like, of course I am. And he's like, well, you better get it back. And they're like, ru- like rushing towards him. And I just was like, what I, so I witnessed a robbery. <laughs> I could have prevented it. Maybe. No, there's you no couldn't way. have also wait that the dialogue is throwing <laughs> me. Yeah. The Are dialogue. After- yeah, of course I am. It seems like in my head, what happened is like they were all doing TikTok. They're like the backpack was there. The guy in the ski mask was like, hey, can I have this backpack? And the girl was like, yeah, take it. And Phil was like, hey, that was my backpack. And then the guy left. And then Phil's like, well, you better get my backpack back. And she's like, I am, obviously. Oh, and then she also goes, I, she also goes, I know everyone's really mad at me right now, but it's really not my fault. It sounds like she like gave the backpack to that guy. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Like what else could have happened? Like why would they be mad at her about the robbery? About his bag being stolen. Yeah. I don't know. I had sort of the feeling that maybe the kid who had stolen the bag, like knew them all and had been like scouting the joint, like whether Mm. that day or like previously, like they always knew that like these particular kids, like, did TikTok videos at like four o'clock on Friday or whatever day it was. Yeah, maybe that guy had been like texting her and was like, where is your group going to be? And she'll be like, we'll be here and we won't have our eye on our bags at this time. (laughs) Maybe. And I wonder also maybe like that kid had like a new iPhone or like some kind of piece of technology that he was like talking about on like social media, maybe. Wow. So then the, the like, robber kid was like oh I'm specifically (laughs) stealing this like iPhone or whatever yeah probably the iPhone 12 yeah I was gonna say it's gonna be really awkward when all those people see each other at school (laughs) but they're not going to probably they're also they don't know who the mask dude is unless they do unless they do it can only be one person I love the idea that you're like, I could have stopped it, which in my mind would have been like, you saw the kid once and maybe like, there's very, a lot of different scenarios. You saw the kid once you made eye contact with him suspiciously, but you didn't do anything. And then the second you saw him running back towards you, you just like moved your body and he like ran into you. (laughs) Yeah. What would I have done? Or like, like, Hey, that's not your backpack. (laughs) I just was thinking like, okay, I mean, these kids are like 12 and I'm like 37. I'm like, I'm the adult (laughs) in this scenario. Like I should be doing something. Yeah, I mean, but you're I not like, a cop. You're just a know. normal person. You just happen to be older than them. Yeah, you <laughs> and then to, I was even thinking, like, should I have called the cops? And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't no. want to call the cops like ever again in my life after everything. Yeah, you, 
if you want to do something, you have to intervene like early in childhood, <laughs> right? I'd have to go like, back be in the time. kid's mom. Yeah. Go back in time. Yeah. You have to like Can I adopt the kid. <laughs> Find the kid. Be like a mentor to them, like show them art, yeah. show them like old art. Yeah. Be like play this, them this podcast. <laughs> um, I play this podcast. Speaking of calling the cops, I like had my catalytic converter stolen, as oh, you yeah. know, yeah. from the bottom of my car, which I still cannot fathom like how that happens. I it baffles me. Anyway, it's like in the middle of the car. Like, did they lift the car? Do they just like go under the do they have like a mirror like at the dentist, like a little mirror where they can see I bet they went under it right how like it's not like my car is like high off the ground my car is like low to the ground the whole thing is baffling to me and you don't think a person could fit under there no no (laughs) maybe they're a pancake person like but also like it must have been in the middle of the night so they like had a little light or like maybe it was Alex Mack do you remember that character who like (laughs) turned into like water yeah And then she, uh, like her whole body was liquid or like, let's say mercury basically. Yeah. And then she, but she <laughs> turned her hands into like physical matter. Like mechanic yeah. hands. Yeah. And then she like out of her hands morphed tools and then she cut <laughs> the thing out and then she made the catalytic converter into liquid with like, her the rest of her body. <laughs> she was part yeah. inspector gadget. Do that you is like that truly, is? I mean, that is what it has to be. I, I called like the, you know, the auto body shop and I was like, they were like, yep. So your catalytic converter has been stolen. Like it's a clean cut. I'm like a clean cut. Like I can't even cleanly cut like anything. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. And they were really like, I was like, well, they sound like they did a great job. Like you guys should hire them. (laughs) And they were like, no, we want them to be put in jail. And like, you need to call the cops. Like everyone was like telling me to like file a police report. And I was like, there is no way in hell I'm filing a police report about this. Like what good would that do? And also like the person who (laughs) is cutting out a catalytic converter from the bottom of a car, like deserves it. They deserve that. (laughs) They have bigger problems. Like, yeah, whatever. Sorry, they deserve to take it. They don't get, they don't necessarily deserve to be imprisoned. You guys have cool stories. I was like, I cleaned my house today. Oh, cleaning your house is important. I broom, I sweeped, broomed. I broomed. I broomed. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag I voted. Hashtag I broomed. (laughs) Everybody voted. Yeah. 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 Exciting. Oh God. Well, this is going to come out in like January. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's good news. <laughs> I love our new vice president, Kamala Harris. <laughs> oh God. I don't want to oh. say anything at all. I'm so Let's nervous. just talk about now and then, huh? huh? The yes. good old days, 1999. 1995. Sorry. Sorry. 1995, but a movie about 1970. Yeah. That was kind of confusing as we were watching it because 1995, as it turns out, is a very long time ago. <laughs> and like this movie seemed really old to me in the rewatching. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We should talk about what this movie means to us. Sarah, do you want to yeah. go first? Sure. So me and um, me and Chelsea have both seen this movie before. Natasha hadn't seen it. Um, it means nothing to me. <laughs> but it was both. It was a movie that I watched. So. It came out in 1995, so I was 
six. I don't know if I like, I don't think I like saw it in the theaters or anything, but it's a movie that I used to watch like with my mom all the time. Like I've seen it so many times. I have many of the lines memorized, many of the scenes burned into my skull. Um, and I feel like it's just one of those movies that I've just like seen a million times that really, really holds up. Thankfully, I've definitely also seen movies that I had like seen a lot as a kid that really do not hold up. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't, I, it's kind of interesting because you don't know like a ton of pop culture, but you really, really, really know this movie. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't watch any movies other than this movie. (laughs) Supposedly. What do you think it was that like, just made this movie like stick on your heart you know it's a movie that I don't remember like choosing to watch if that makes sense like I feel like my mom really liked it and that's like why we watched it a lot but I like enjoyed it but it wasn't like my movie that I liked if that makes sense yeah I feel like it was a little old for me but it's like interesting for me to watch like these girls who are like a little older than me and their friendships and there's, I mean, as we were watching it, we kind of re-realized like so much happens in this movie. So much happens. Um, so yeah, I don't know how to say what it means to me other than just that it feels like an integral part of my life, like a family member. <laughs> like that's like yeah. how that's how this movie feels to me. Like I never analyzed what it means or why I like it. It just like is and always has been there in my life. It was a really like just kind of like a mainstay. That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, you? yeah, this movie came out in 1995, which I was 12, which is I think that's how old the girls are supposed to be in this movie, like 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. So we were like exactly my friends and I were like exactly te- contemporaneous with them. Did you see it in and the theaters? I don't have a memory of seeing it in the theaters. If I did, I would probably have seen it with my parents because I think as 12, I think I didn't start going to like group movies until maybe I was like 14 or something. Yeah, I, I guess think. that's a little young to go to like a movie by yourself or like yeah. or something. Group so movies. I don't think, yeah, group movies were <laughs> hot. Like that's where you got to like hang out with boys. If you were in a couple, which I never was, you could hold hands with them in a circle. That was cute. You could hold hands Um, with them in a circle at the movies? Yeah, we did a lot of like, well, because like there was a before the show and after the show and everyone's kind of like hanging out and you'd be like, oh, like you're you're holding hands. You happen to be standing in a circle with other people. It's not like everybody in the circle is holding hands. Like (laughs) we're all a cult. It's like the couple (laughs) is holding hands. Yeah. I was also imagining everyone holding hands. (laughs) No, definitely not. So yeah, I definitely remember watching this with my friends. I don't know if I watched it in the theaters or not. But yeah. something, and you mentioned um, last uh, episode that it was a really important with your friendship with Heather. It was really important with Heather. And actually, uh, there's another friend that was in our friend group who actually called me today. She's been like trying to call me and I really need to call her back. I'm so sorry, Kaylin. We will talk to each other at some point soon. Uh, it's like so sweet. She randomly had the idea, like, I want to connect with Chelsea, like in this COVID time. And she's been calling me a lot, but I've never, I haven't, we've never connected, but we will. Anyway, this girl is also a big part of it. We were all a friend group. We watched this movie a hundred thousand times. And we also reenacted the scenes. Like there were a couple of scenes in particular that we would reenact and videotape. Like we had like a 
camcorder and we would just like try to do them line for line and act them out and record ourselves. Is there any um, way that we can get access to those? Yeah. Kaylin probably has them actually. That might be Ooh. a good reason too, but they're VHS probably. We need them. You can send them we to can... Costco and they'll turn them in or whatever. Yeah, we can do some, oh, really? some techno- technology there. Okay. I'll try yeah. to see if I can get them. I mean, she lives in Irvine now and they would be somewhere in her family, in her family's life, but maybe... That's very close by. That's very close by. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that, those are kind of my big memories. This movie was incredibly significant. We would quote the lines to each other all the time. Like clearly we like identified with them and yeah, we, as we talked about in the um, episode with Heather, Heather and I really, and Kaylin also was a big actress. We were all like, you know, Really, not child actors in like the real sense, but like we all did theater from a really young age and we're like, oh, we're going to act this out. And that's going <laughs> to be like our idea of having fun. So yeah, super significant. And then Natasha had never seen it at all. No, I'd never seen it, but I really loved it. It was really sweet. And I like seeing movies that Sarah has seen before because that's so rare. <laughs> and uh, it's just impressive her aptitude for memory of the lines and the intonations. And um, yeah, just such a sweet movie. And I, I really thought, so my impression of it before I saw it, or even like, I guess I saw the the cover or the movie poster. Had you heard of it before we had suggested watching it? I feel like it keeps coming up, not even with just you guys, but I can't recall where else it has come up, but I feel like it just recently has come up a lot, but I hadn't really, there's a, okay, there's a TV show. I think it's called Now and Again. Is that? Mm -hmm. So I I think I just always thought it was that because I don't know. Something that was really fun. Oh, wait, sorry. Oh, go. No, I have nothing interesting. Well, I just wanted to say like, so we all watch this movie together at Sarah's wearing masks for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also want to note for the fans that Sarah prepared us very cute individual um, M&M snacks, which was incredibly (laughs) adorable um, and COVID safe. So that threw out all of that candy today. (laughs) Threw it out. Oh my God. I was like, there's, I don't need to eat this and no one needs to eat it. Yeah. It's November 1st. (laughs) Dia de los Muertos something that was really adorable to me is like when we sat down to watch it and like Sarah hit play for like the first 10 minutes like every other thing Natasha kept going cute (laughs) (laughs) cute (laughs) cute like you thought everything was cute it was everything was cute I just like I what I took some notes and I think the first like thing that really struck me that I was like oh I love this I wrote I want my friends to buy me groceries when I'm pregnant (laughs) I want us to buy you um you don't know what your cravings will be I guess probably pickles Pickles. and (laughs) cheese and the same things you crave yeah similar um but yeah just I just love that Rosie O'Donnell bought like was buying groceries and then she like went over to Gina uh well Rita Wilson's house and like kissed her on the cheek and it was just very sweet I was like oh, I want Do you that. have any friendships where you like kiss them on the cheek I don't have any I just Lisa Vanderpump <laughs> <laughs> I do um 
future guest friend of the pod, Aaliyah, she's like my one friend that kisses me on the cheek, mm. but I don't really kiss her on the cheek. But if she does it to me, then I'll do it back. You guys might not know this about me. I hate being kissed on the cheek. I hate it. Okay. I think it's very sweet. I actually have like a <laughs> this really goofy memory. There was this girl in high school. This is so, okay. I'll try to keep this brief, but I think it's a funny story. So I, in high school, I had a boyfriend. Um, Brag. A, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> named David. And um, we dated in freshman year for nine months. And then he broke up with me and broke my heart. And it was so painful. And then we dated again, junior year for nine months. Um, and after that, after junior, our breakup was like more amicable, but I was obsessed with like, we still have, we're still friends. Like you're, we're, you're my best friend. We have to stay friends. Um, and he was kind of, I don't even know if you would say dating, but he kind of went on a couple dates with this girl named Sarah, <laughs> um, <Whoa>. Sarah, <laughs> other life. And she was really, I really liked her. And we kind of did some like theater like drama stuff together at different points so I was like oh I love that they are dating you know like these stupid things where you're like I'm so adult I really approve of my ex-boyfriend and this girl dating I mean you didn't really though right um I don't know I think I felt like fine about it I wasn't I wasn't a total lie (laughs) but it was like a little put on I was like you you could chill out in hindsight but um she was kind of like a hippie ish like very love like she did like belly dancing you know things like that and she was a kiss on the cheek kind of person um and we kind of at different points were like you would say closer friends we had a class we had the same AP, ap us history class together and i remember one day she like greeted me and went in to give me a kiss on the cheek and then I was trying to like be that girl too. So I was going to get her. And then we both went the same way and we kind of like pecked. And I was it's like, on the oh mouth. God. <laughs> I just Amazing. never forget that. Like the one time I tried wow. to be like cool and kiss a girl on the cheek, we like kissed on the lips. <laughs> I love like such so a funny. kiss on the cheek kind of person. Like yeah. I wish that could be the episode title if we could. We could it could be. I do um, love like. Yeah. I do like the European kiss. Like if you're kissing mm. parallel to the cheek. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I oh, do not like air. being kissed. Hovering. Yeah. Directly perpendicular onto my cheek. <laughs> is it like, why? Like, it feels it, like creepy to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like just like, go full tongue if you're going to kiss me. Exactly. <laughs> but like if it's, I feel like if a, if a woman kisses me on the cheek, I also associate with like my aunts or like my mom's cousins and like Persians, they are very kiss on the cheek. Like, um, so I think of it as a very like loving thing. If a boy like kisses my head, like above Mm. my cheek, that's really nice. That's cute. But for some reason, my actual cheek, I'm just very sensitive about it. Well, yeah, and if a boy is kissing your cheek versus your mouth, there's something wrong. Well, like, I have, like, some friends, like, friends, <laughs> guy friends who will, like, kiss my cheek or... Oh, well, that's so... I think It's very, so like, cute. family to me. Like, all my family, like, we kiss on the it's cheek. It's nice, but I hate it. <laughs> well, we're talking about friends, Chelsea. We're not talking about love interests. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, 
Yeah. If it's like a family member, that's really the only acceptable scenario. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, Aaliyah is very affectionate and she gives little kisses on the cheek. And so was Rosie O'Donnell as Roberta. <laughs> yeah, which well, is are we kind of about again? weird. <laughs> I now that I like know more about Roberta's character, it doesn't really strike me that she would kiss Rita Wilson on the cheek, but neither here nor there love their friendship. I know this like isn't really the point we want to like focus more on like the friendship of this movie, but really quick, like do you think that the adults were cast well to be the adult versions of these kids? I think this is always something that I've actually taken issue with. Yeah. In some ways, kind of. Roberta, no. Not Sam, at all. Sam, no. Really? I think Demi, Demi Moore is good as Sam. I, I think, think like Sa- young Sam is like pretty sassy. And I feel like old Sam is... Like depressed, depressed, (laughs) which maybe it's a mood thing, but I just didn't get that same sparkle that Gabby has. That's her name, Gabby, what? Hoffman? Hoffman, Hoffman, yeah. yeah. I love her. Roberta is way more like self-possessed and Rosie Mm -hmm. was very like, I'm just a home, like she was a little bit like more meek or something or like sweet. Yeah. Kind of sarcastic, but still, but not fire she didn't have that same fire that young Roberta had Christina Ricci yeah the only moment is at the end when she tells the limo driver to get out of the car that was like Mm -hmm. kind of Roberta-esque but before that she just what does she do she goes to the grocery store yeah she calls Rita Wilson on the phone and then someone's like sup doc and then that's kind of it so we don't I I don't really get that also, she does have that New York accent that she did not have as a right. child. Yeah. <laughs> but she's never odd. left her hometown, <laughs> yeah. wherever they are. <laughs> what, I feel like Melanie Griffith was like, okay. Oh, yeah. She's oh, pretty I think good. She, I think she's she great. Good. Yeah. yeah. And, and then Chrissy is good. Whoever. Rita yeah, Wilson was Wilson perfect. Was like, yeah. I felt like she really like studied Chrissy, the actress mm-hmm. and like yeah. played her. Oh, Which, yeah. by the way, just really quickly, I have to say, we looked her, that actress up because we we're like, that was the only actress we, that we hadn't really like heard of lately. And she mm-hmm. died in 2007 of a heroin overdose. Very sad. So sad. 13 years ago. Oh, Chelsea just goes into shock. Um, I, I deny that entirely um okay so i know we're not going to go kind of like frame by frame but really quickly (laughs) red rover is this a game that you guys played as kids it's a game i like knew about but i don't really think that i played it Mm -hmm. yes we play i remember playing it on the playground yeah i have no memory of ever playing it i and is it fun um it's kind of painful honestly it seems like annoying you ram you ram your body into (sighs) clasped hands and try to break them and so both parties are kind of in pain so no it's not that fun get a better game guys (laughs) but I liked it as a device of like I like that they were you know they were hold the four of them were holding hands Mm -hmm. and it was really cute how they were like not that boy like he's disgusting I feel like they did such a good job in this movie of like showing the characters like right up front and then they just got deeper and deeper over time like yeah even that first red rover thing you like really got a sense of 
their personalities and the way that they interact with each other and like the friendship really just became alive so instantly, which I think- And it's literally like them against the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. they really are like so there for each other. It's kind of like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants in a way. <laughs> yes, we, watch I mean, we should watch that we should watch that next. I love, I love the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> but like, I yeah, would no, these love like, to watch friendships. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but these like diehard girl friendships. I mean, maybe we could talk about a couple of times where they were like really there for each other. Yeah. Well, can we talk about actually first, like, the dynamics that they had, which I thought were incredible of like how sort of mean to each other they were, but how much like unconditional love. They were super mean to to Chrissy. They were so mean to Chrissy. I felt really bad for her. I know. that was. She also was a huge nerd though and kind of like put, took it upon herself. So she was asking for it. Is that what you're (laughs) saying? But well, she did. So the part where they um see the the soldier from the Vietnam, oh, so hot, Brandon Fraser. By Brandon Fraser, like that was so incredible because you had <laughs> most of them were like so eager for this like coming of age moment with this guy <laughs> and to like get all the information they could from him about the war, like kind of like flirt with him a little bit, like act cool. And the whole time Chrissy is like, okay, I think I got to go. Like, <laughs> you're like I really is bad for you. I, I really identified with Chrissy. <laughs> I am Chrissy. The what fact that he guys... just like gave them all cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you guys think you are? I'm Chrissy. Hmm. I definitely identify with Chrissy if I'm being honest. <laughs> But I think growing up, I identified most with Sam, probably. Because of divorce? Because of divorce. But also, I feel like she has a sort of, like, secretiveness and, like, depth to her that I relate to. Um, I'm very deep, everyone. And mystical. (laughs) Um, But, and I feel like she's, I don't know, maybe it's just because we both have, like, brown hair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What about you, Chelsea? Can somebody somehow be like a Chrissy teeny hybrid? Yeah, I think that is you. I think that's spot on, actually. Because I think that's me. I feel like, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm like pretty like horny in general as a person and always interested in the sort of like sexual elements of things. And I also like developed pretty early, although teeny didn't develop early. She just like stuffed her bra with pudding. Um... (laughs) But then I also grew up in like a very strict Catholic home or no, it wasn't as my family was strict Catholic. My home was like a little bit more relaxed, but we still were Catholic. And so like talked about things like euphemistically or not at all. And so I kind of have these moments where I'm like weirdly prude. And then I have these other moments where I'm like really sexual. So I, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think if, if I was in that situation with that Vietnam war that I would have been like, this isn't okay. Like he's like, we're not old enough to smoke cigarettes. You know, like, I think that that actually would have been me. Yeah. So I think I'm a hippie, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm Chrissy. I am always thinking about my next meal rule follower, 
uh, when she was like, we can't bike to that other town. That's so me. I'd be like that much physical activity. I would die midway. And that's that I can't handle that. Um, yeah, she has that amazing iconic line. You know, if I don't, you know, if I don't eat every three hours, I get nauseous. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I'm not as much of a Debbie Downer as her. Like they were like having fun painting and she was like, I got a snack. Like that's not me, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, everything else. Uh, I feel like people, I don't know if I had, if my friends were like being mean to me as much, but I was definitely more of a stick in the mud. I think the other thing that I relate to about Sam or that I like about Sam or that sort of just stood out to me about her is in that first scene where you see her reading in bed and then her little sister comes in, like snuggles with her. Like I never had a sibling and I always wanted one. So I think I both sort of like wanted to be that older sister to like comfort the little one but I also like wanted to have someone to comfort me so I think I just like really idolized in some ways like that dynamic even though it wasn't really shown like that much throughout the movie but I felt like it was like a really strong first like impression of sort of her home and family life yeah too yeah I I liked how um they talking about the dynamics of their friendships. It was interesting that it wasn't like all four of them were equally close. They would Mm -hmm. like have moments with each other and maybe even pairings. Mm -hmm. Um, And they would, but then they would come together with these, at these like centralized moments, mostly, I guess about, Oh, the one thing I'm thinking about is when Roberta like finds the story of, how her mom was in a car accident and they're all like consoling her. Mm -hmm. Um, But otherwise I was really struck by like, they kept secrets from one another. And like, even to the end of the movie when Demi Moore is like, yeah. uh, Oh yeah. I never told you guys. Um, (laughs) Crazy Pete was dear Johnny's dad. You know, like the only thing that we cared about for this entire summer that we spent all of our time and we even drove, we bike ride to, to Greenfield or whatever to, to go to this library and yeah. try to find. And then we went to the grandma's attic and we were like every day seeing Crazy Pete at the cemetery. Yeah, yeah I just didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, that part is not realistic. What the hell is this? the thought process there? I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's realistic how they each had... Uh, those dynamics that you're talking about, like where they sort of split off, like Teeny and and Sam kind of bonded over their parent parental issues, and and although I guess uh, Wait, what was Teeny's mom like? Do we Teeny's parents like? She remember she says like I don't really know my parents, but as far as I can tell, they're assholes. Like she, we didn't I really feel like see them. Did we? I think they just kind of were like rich and like partied a lot, and she just was right. sort of left out. Oh, did was that the family remember like when there was that party and I was like that's a yeah. singer party and then yeah. she's like outside sitting on the roof oh yeah that's her family totally. yeah that's her family so I think like they just had uh I don't know but it's interesting it's like is that why or is it just we I mean because I have a, a you know a big friend group of girls too and we also have those you know individual dynamics and we get close over certain things that are in some ways circumstantial in some ways maybe 
just who we are like resonates with each other more or less at certain times. Um, and I feel like those like kind of maintained, like even I think as adults, Sam and Teeny were kind of like the way that they were kind of like responding to each other and sort of defending each other. And Roberta and Chrissy were kind of, you know, in their thing, like you guys should come home more often. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Like um, being a little bit more sarcastic or a little bit more like, I don't know, like cool. <laughs> Do you remember? I was just trying to like find it in my notes when um, Sam like climbed up to the roof. Did she say like, she was like, I have a problem. And Teeny's like, in the summer? <laughs> she was like, like I've been thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this summer (laughs) that's just so cute like in some ways I feel like it's like circumstantial and the fact that it's like just in the moment that Sam was like having a breakdown about her you know her divorced family like teeny happened to be there so they bonded over that and I felt like that was really realistic how just like in those moments of vulnerability like whoever is there you like form a bond with them if they you know respond in a way that is what you need yeah yeah and uh Roberta when she has her kiss with what's his face Scott Wormer I think Scott yeah with Scott did she ever tell anyone because then they walk by another secret right exactly so many secrets that I don't think no I don't think she ever well she must have like eventually did who's the narrator is Sam the narrator yeah yeah so I think Sam was like that's when Roberta stopped taping her boobs so she must have found (laughs) she like told them eventually but I was just like if you had your first kiss I mean I'm not I guess if you're a girl like Roberta who's like a tomboy and maybe their whole group's identity is to be antagonistic towards these boys. And I guess I wouldn't <laughs> tell my friends if we had a kiss, Yeah, but I don't know. That scene was so packed, like just packed with so much. Like that was one of the scenes that we acted out as a friend group. Like that VHS exists somewhere <laughs> of like the four of us pretending to paint the garage, someone dropping the paintbrush and like Scott Wormer walking by and there's bowing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then the reason, so we, when we were watching that, I asked you to pause it and then rewind it and do Mm -hmm. it back was because when I watched this with, with my friends as a kid, you know, the little brother is like, um, well, Chrissy's like, I thought I smelled something foul. And then the little brother is like, maybe it's your armpits, lard, butt. and then (laughs) she says something. And then he says, I, I ain't no nitwit but we had no idea what he said. And we like would rewind it and rewind it and rewind it and rewind it over and over again. And we were, we had no way to possibly know what he said, (laughs) but like we had the closed captions on and it clearly said like, I ain't no nitwit, but that was like a huge like thing that we obsessed about. (laughs) Like me and Heather and Kaylin, like, what does he say there? I ain't no, like that doesn't, it like didn't make any sense in our brain. Yeah. But that was really cute. And I mean, yeah. I don't, why do you think that they kept those secrets from each other? I think probably like Sam was really heartbroken and embarrassed about her parents getting divorced or her dad leaving. And I think she had, you know, you have those moments of 
wishing that your life looked as good as other people's lives looked. Mm -hmm. And when that isn't true, you like feel shame about it and you don't want to tell your friends that this horrible thing is happening. And she probably also hoped that, that maybe they would get back together or her dad would come back and maybe she wouldn't have to tell them because nothing actually would happen. Um, but Sam seems like a really prideful person, um, as many artists are. <laughs> and she would just bottle that stuff up. And then it makes sense that she would express it to Teeny because Teeny also is like an artist. I feel like Roberta yeah. and um, Chrissy are not like that. They're like much more of the earth. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of makes sense that like I was thinking, well, why wouldn't she talk to Roberta about it? Because Roberta's mom died, but maybe... Yeah that also feels weird because the death of a parent is worse than a, a divorce. Yeah. So maybe so it's, it's not like, like the appropriate, yeah. although she does bring it up when Roberta's talking about her mom dying, but <laughs> that was a little like, <laughs> but I thought but it was, it's true. Like maybe yeah. there's this feeling of like, none of us possibly have it as bad as Roberta. So we're yeah. just not talk about our problems. And you can see them like sort of not really knowing what to say, but wanting to comfort. And I feel like Teeny, you know, kind of pointing out all of those pop culture families who have kind of like, you know, they're like Chip widower, widower, <laughs> orphan, widower, and just kind of, yeah, like pointing all of that out to make Sam not feel as bad. I mean, probably divorce at that time was like not that common. Uh, no, definitely you know, not. so I think it's like way different than, you know, how, how it would be now where it's like, it would probably be a big source of shame. Yeah. And fear. And like, and plus that fucking weirdo bud, the boyfriend, <laughs> Hank Azaria, <laughs> like she had to like deal with that, like bud. <laughs> yeah. You have some spinach between your teeth, bud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, love it. Were there any other secrets that they didn't tell each other? No, I think that's... Those are pretty big ones, though. I mean, they didn't say that, like, Sam almost died and was yes. rescued by Crazy Pete. Right. <laughs> it was a pretty big event. Yeah. Right. They didn't, and, and they, they also never thanked Crazy Pete, right? Or I guess at the end, when she gave her flowers, she gave him flowers. That was, like, a way yeah. of thanking him, right? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that, that's... Really, ran I mean, that's so random that they wouldn't tell the others that, yeah, like I almost died and then Crazy Pete saved me. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like they don't really gossip that much. Like, that's not really also part of their but it's what do they talk friendship. about? It's something that happened to them. It's not gossip. I know, but I, I guess I think of gossip to include like this happened to me and then this happened to me. And then, I mean, it is a big thing to happen, but I, I can also imagine not like it, it feels almost so big that I wouldn't just necessarily share it if it feels kind of like private and crazy and like really intense mm, I think that's just I'm different then because <laughs> if anything huge that happens to me I like systematically go through each one of my friends until everyone knows about it yeah I've definitely had like really big experiences that I haven't really but like you're, you're right that they don't seem to talk about things that happened in the past they're just like 
whatever's happening right now is what we're experiencing. And like, yeah. And they also like are really focused on their tree house and getting their tree house. They sort of were like going into business together. Their $129 <laughs> tree house. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. I can't believe we're That's- giving up 10 tree house dollars. <laughs> oh my God. I know they paid Janine Garofalo $10. So like, <laughs> what tell their future? Like, I don't even know what you would call that. I love she read their tarot. Yeah. She right, right? Did she, she read it? Yeah. She yeah. did the tarot for the the kid. Mm-hmm. I love how she calls them boys. Yeah. And we're girls. Like, like, so weird up. Yeah. We're, we're, we're girls. girls. <laughs> we're girls. She's like, I know. Wait, so <laughs> I have to. At them for so long. <laughs> I know. I have to ask you guys. So the so besides the um part where they're painting the garage the other part that my friends and I would act out in film is the kiss between Roberta and Scott Wormy can you start with basketball or start with the bench yeah we start with swing start with basketball because yeah he just casually walks by our house and (laughs) at the like so I mean we already talked about how much like we fucking love Devin Sawa which seems like insane now because he's such a little baby and also I mean, no offense. It wasn't really like an amazing performance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not like, like I feel like moments in the Sandlot really stand out to me as like, oh my God, that boy so hot. Or like, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Yes, so hot. But he's just like, cute boy. No, I think like he has really blue eyes. Like I think the moment when he like, is there's some moment where he was like yeah. looking at her. I think it's actually at the um the garage scene uh-huh. when he like walks away and then he like looks at her it and looks he like just, an like, angel. He he just like like that look yeah. and like that like it's like cute and they like have this moment together where they like, like know- this kind of like smoldering innocent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's uh, yeah. It I can imagine something. being like that's hot. He has, he has something that he's working with there. Yeah, he's yeah. not not hot. I'm just saying. <laughs> literally <laughs> 12. so weird because he's like literally 12. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So when he, I just like fucking love it that he's like, Roberta, why do we always fight? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then he's like, can I ask you? <laughs> But, like, I remember this, like, drove me crazy. Like, I was, like, my friends and I were, like, so in love with this part. We were, like, obsessed with this part as a kid because it was, like, he's asking her to kiss him. Like, that is so, that's so incredibly cute. And, like, there's so much sexual tension. But now I'm just, like, that's just consent. Like, you should get consent from a person like consent is sexy consent mm-hmm. is sexy like not ask. it's not not it's not like just because it's the bare minimum it doesn't yeah mean- like you don't even have to enunciate the words exactly but if you just like get out the general gist of the sentence and oh just- yeah what well, he says it in a funny way and she's like goes, what can he's I like you? what are you mumbling <laughs> can, can i kiss you, you? and then they kiss and they just like put each other's lips on each other it was a good kiss okay it was a good kiss I also really I think relate to Roberta as someone who like well not that this ever happened to me because no boys ever liked me but 
but like she didn't like him I don't think before he was like I like you basically like it doesn't seem like she was harboring any feelings for him but was like taken aback slightly intrigued but yeah I think in general she's like she was like at odds with her body and with like developed like becoming a pubescent person yeah Yeah. so like I think she yeah wasn't that wasn't really like at the top of her list like she loved like soft like she wanted to go to the softball game because she loved playing softball you know yeah she wasn't like, can't wait to like see the boys I have a crush on. Like, I feel oh. like that was not in her mind oh, at all. She's like, Fuck, yeah. let's go play softball and let's beat the boys. Yeah. And, but then when she's and she's like, you want to pop or something? Like, what do you think was up? Was going on there? Yeah, Sarah. Why would she ask him for a pop? <laughs> I'm not saying that she didn't like him. I think it was his interest in her that awoke uh-huh. her interest in him. Got you it. Want to pop or something? I doubt she was like. I hope Devin Sawa like comes near my house. Later. Scott Warmer just drifts by my house like Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> Wasn't she Casper's like girlfriend in that? Yeah, and he was Casper. Yep. Wow. 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 Meant to be. <laughs> that's true, though, Sarah. I, I see what you're saying. That that's very um inspiring. I wish I wish that I like didn't care about it, someone at all. And then they were like, hey, like you want me to teach you how to throw this ball? And then I'd be like, sure, whatever. And then I, I'd throw it, make the hoop, and then he'd be like, You're good. And I'd be like, not just for a girl. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'd offer him a pop. And I'd be like, well, I guess he's interested in me. So I could have a pop with him. Who cares? Yeah. And we'll awkwardly sit on the swing together. Can I tell you guys the story of um the one time that I played basketball with my crush? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Tell us. No. So the guy that I had a crush on, well, I actually had a crush on a few people. They all lived in my neighborhood. <laughs> they were all friends. Surprise. Uh, one guy, the main guy, I forget who, who was here actually, but I think it was one guy lived like, so I lived at this cul-de-sac and then you like go through this park and up these stairs and you were like at our school and then you go up more stairs and then you're at his cul-de-sac. And I went to the school or I was like walking through the school or whatever. And like him and like his friends who I probably had a crush on all of them were playing basketball. And then I think they like threw the ball to me or something or they're like hey can you and me as someone who hates sports hates PE oh I want to guess what happened can I (laughs) yeah I'm gonna guess that you kicked it okay (laughs) I guess that you watched it roll by and you were like I'm not a loser no (laughs) I'll tell you what happened I I was like yeah I, I was like acting all cool yeah I can make a basket Sure. <laughs> I went, I threw it, I made it. And then I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> That's there was no way that I would ever be able to make another one. Like it was pure chance. <laughs> Sarah. That's a good moment. That's incredible. But then I had to like, you know, when something like that happens though, and you have to like protect it with like everything, you know, so then I had to like never talk to them again and like never be in a situation where I have to play basketball with them again. <laughs> <laughs> to just like let them think I'm good at basketball. <laughs> wow. I thought it was going to go more like the time in gym class when I caught the soccer ball. <laughs> Classic mistake. But everyone 
was really mad at me and that was terrible. Oh my God. That is like my literal, I did. I, I played kickball like in the past, you know, few years or whatever with like West side people. And I like lost, I like did the losing kick or whatever. <laughs> it, was like, it was that like same shit. Like I didn't actually care this time. So I was like, whatever. It's like adult kickball, but like, it really brought me back to PE and just yes. feeling so much shame and like feeling like I was going to lose the game for everyone. Like my worst nightmare and everyone was going to be mad at me. So I'm glad that I was not the only one that experienced that. That was like true, a true shameful part of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a huge fan of sports either. Boo sports. Boo sports. Um, yeah, this, this movie really awakened for me or just reminded me of my desire always to live within like blocks of my friends. Mm. Uh, and especially they had that phone like signal system between the four of them. That was incredible. Mm -hmm. And riding their bikes down the same street and just hanging out with your friends just be in a group, like going to the diner all together. It's just, it sounds like us, Natasha. (laughs) Yeah, it does. We all live in the same neighborhood. We hang out all the time. It's a dream come true. It's a dream come true. Would you like to have an intricate alarm system between the three of us? (laughs) Yep. Yeah. If we could figure it out. Yeah. What was it? It was like a string tied to a can that then somehow like tripped up like a light, a bell. And they would like, so it'd be like, you ring the bell and then you have to like ring the bell back to like, say like, I got the message. And then it was a flashlight Uh and I wrote it down. And then it was, then it was a walkie talkie. You know what? Now we actually just have cell phones. <laughs> True. I guess we don't need no, that. But, but we should you. we should start like Sarah will text me and then I will text Chelsea and then Chelsea and will then I'll walkie talkie you back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah perfect. <laughs> walkie talkies are pretty badass. Yeah. yeah. We could get walkie talkies. We could. But you have to be like in close range of each other to talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Sarah and I could have walkie talkies if it if we're close enough. Maybe. I'm not sure with like all the buildings in between. <laughs> One time I was like walking around Manhattan Beach with my cousin and we had walkie talkies. And then we were like on the same channel as some boys with walkie talkies. And that was fun. Dream. I know. I think we, it was like, yeah, I think we like met up with them maybe. Whoa. Or maybe not. Just a couple, two quick things. One, the only problem that I have with this movie is that we never get to see the adult warmers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks. That's my one note. I would have loved to see the adult warmers. And obviously, like if Roberta and Scott were together, that would have been cute. But maybe a little too on the nose. I don't know. <laughs> I was really confused that most of this movie was was then and very little now. Very little now. I don't even know why there was the now. <laughs> I thought there would be more of their like lives, like switching back and forth between then and now like why do we even really need the adult versions actually yeah uh i don't know it was (laughs) like kind of a waste of a casting moment like why have demi moore rosie o'donnell uh, that's a big budget yeah if they're just in there for like 
20 minutes maybe 20 minutes <laughs> yeah but I feel like also part of the movie is like growing up and mm. not being friends with your friends anymore because that's, that's kind of what it was like they're going back to their town they haven't been there in a while like everyone sort of changed it's like really awkward when they first get there and they sit on those like couches covered in plastic um and I feel like that is really relatable and then you get to see like well what what was it like when they were friends and that's true. yeah yeah that's for the adults yeah part. And I guess the other thing I wanted to ask, because we had talked about this part before where um, they all go swimming and then the girls steal the boys clothes and then Devin Sawa bends down and so many people, so many people, my friends included, <laughs> obsessed over whether or not you saw your, you could see their junk. Natasha, when we were watching that part, you seemed surprised, like how could somebody even think that they could see the junk? It, it was so yeah, quick. I, <laughs> I just didn't even, you were like, there's the moment. And I was like, I don't even know what the moment was. What the, you guys, it was, like, was so fast. Was, <laughs> in my, cause you were like, he's going to step in front of the camera. And I thought it would be like really close up on his pants but it was like his whole body and there was a lot of scenery. And I was like, I don't understand how this could ever cross your mind. Yeah, no, it crossed my mind. And I follow Devin Sawas on Twitter, which I think I might've mentioned before. And all of these women responded because I, I had written, responded to a now and then thing where I was like, my friends and I were such pervs. We all, we like always wanted to try to see if we could see your junk. And like, seven women wrote back and, wrote, and were like, I thought I was the only one. We tried to do that too. I had a slow-mo VCR so I could do it. But the moment is like so quick. Like we we're such little pervs. I think I definitely like wondered, like I always, I don't think I ever like actually paused it yeah. and tried to see it, but I, I definitely like remember kind of like one, like being like, Oh my, could I catch it? <laughs> Yeah, and that was the whole point of that scene too, is that they were being like, We can see their junk or we can mm -hmm. see their penises. But yeah, I love how like dirty. Yeah. I like how different everyone is. Like that really struck me this time watching it back. Like just how how different their personalities were and their interests. And I kind of was one like I think it reminds me of those, you know, childhood friends where you don't necessarily have the same interests because you like haven't grown into a person yet. You're just like a little like I don't even know like what ties we're basically just together. like all the same age I think yeah or like you're all in the same class or yeah and you just somehow like enjoy like your energy like works well too. like I was trying to think of you know friends that I had when I was younger and it's like I don't know like we liked doing theater like you know we had that and they liked going on adventures I mean they were, in some ways were maybe like bonded by their hate for the warmers and also their willingness to like do a seance and their willingness to like drive their bikes 10 miles to like look at the library and oh yeah we have to comment on how insane it was that we were watching the movie and in the movie it was a full moon <gasps> yeah that night and we were watching it on a full moon on a full moon I just thought that was crazy now that I say it it sounds really stupid and not <laughs> remarkable 
No, <laughs> Natasha, I will back you up on that. That is oh, amazing. Crazy. And we watched it on Halloween. And I think part of the reason it, it kind of lined up this way, we wanted to watch it off, obviously, after we had talked to Heather, but also um, it was Halloween and they do the seance, which is very Halloween y. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it felt very like thematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Such a good movie. But you're you're right, Sarah. I just wanted to that like you do in elementary school or when you're that young, you don't have very much in common with your friends. And like my mom to this day is like, how so and so? And like, why don't you guys ever talk? And I'm like, because we have nothing in common (laughs) at all. That moment in history is in the past and Uh, There's no reason for me to talk to any of my like elementary school friends because like, what the fuck am I going to talk about with them? I don't need to rehash. All we would do is rehash like, oh, remember when we did this? We like bought that treehouse together and like brought back (laughs) that kid from the dead. (laughs) Well, that they seem really like actually good friends in that moment. But my, at least my elementary school relationships, I had one really close friend and she moved at some point and we like tried to stay friends but it just didn't really work out in the end. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have a lot, a few different people that my mom kind of sees their moms mm-hmm. still, which is in- interesting to me. But your mom has friends too, Natasha. No, but she doesn't though. It's actually, that's why we have wow. such a hard relationship. Okay. That's, uh, we don't have to talk about that. We should have her on the pod and try to get match, try to match her with some new friends. <laughs> Uh, well, let's close with this quiz. Yeah. So in one of the early scenes, uh, Teeny is reading a Cosmopolitan magazine in the diner. And it's um, <laughs> like you have to choose one. And it's your idea of, I think it just said your idea of foreplay. <laughs> so I want us to think about what ours would be and, and say it. So your idea of foreplay, A, Candlelit dinner and moonlit walk on the beach. B, making out on a bearskin rug. At a, in a, and in a nearby mountain cabin. That's in a local mountain. It doesn't cabin. say that. It just it says. Making out. It no, did? It, really? it did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Should I start from the beginning? No, you're good. I didn't write it down. <laughs> that was part of B. Yeah, but I, I never, I didn't hear that part. Anyway, but yeah, making out on a bearskin rug in a cabin. C, watching a sexy movie or D all of the above. What do you think? If I really think about actual foreplay, it would, it would probably be the only answer. (laughs) Um, I was going to say C (laughs) watching a sexy movie. I feel like that would be the only, I don't even know what I'm saying. But But isn't foreplay like, (laughs) <laughs> actually doing physical stuff Guys, what yeah. is foreplay <laughs> that's a good point should we look it up sure i'll look up the definition of foreplay <laughs> i feel like i mean um, yeah foreplay is like kissing someone's neck it's like making out on a bearskin rug in a mountain cabin sexual activity that precedes intercourse so dinner and walking on the beach doesn't count <laughs> Well, I guess like if we, let's say we weren't going to overanalyze and we're just going (laughs) to say like, what would turn you on the most? Yeah. Before candle at dinner and a moonlit walk, making out a bearskin rug, bearskin rug in a cabin, watching a sexy movie or all of the above. 
Or as Roberta I, says, none of the above. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I'm still going to go with watching a sexy movie because to get me to the making out it just sounds like a nice evening. So I guess all of the above. All of the, the sexy above. movie, like a porn? It could or is be a it like thriller? It could be is it interview a with bench, a vampire. The swing scene from now and then. <laughs> yes. 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 A thriller? <laughs> Sexual erotic thriller. <laughs> I think I would say A or B. I can't mm. choose. I don't really like the idea of making out on a bearskin rug in a mountain cabin. Vegan. Vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> Really but most. I would make out like at the beach after dinner. <laughs> yeah. The like bearskin rug thing was just cracking me up so much because I feel <laughs> like bearskin rugs used to be like more talked about. And like, have you ever seen one in real life? I've seen like a fake one at my friend's house. Like, where would you even be? I mean, a cabin in the woods, I guess. But I mean, I yeah, know, that's that... like what I kept thinking about is like our big bear trip is like all of those like a bearskin rug, like, but also like lots of pictures of like pheasants and ducks and like <laughs> bears around, <laughs> which yeah, is like not like the most, maybe not as sexy as like you'd want them to be. <laughs> yeah. Funny. I'd probably say B anyway. <laughs> you uh, <would>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so then the other thing is what outfit, if you could wear any outfit from this movie, what would you wear? The mom's outfit when she's like, get a load of your mom. Yeah. <laughs> she's wearing like white the Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> or like white patent leather boots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so 70s. What about I would never mom. wear that? Remember what? when Chrissy's mom is like, a, a garden needs a big hose to water it. Like that oh, dress so with a yeah. giant bow on it. Yeah, the outfits are amazing. I think, yeah, I really like Chrissy's outfits. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like that raincoat that was just like clear plastic. <laughs> she always wore like cute pigtails and like a patterned shirt and shorts. So I, I would go with Chrissy, but I do really like Roberta's. Like if I were flat chested, then I would want to be Roberta, but I'm not. So I need to lean into, you know, who I really am, but I always, Wait, but Roberta has boobs. Yeah. But she tapes them down and you that helps. Yours? Mm. tape them natasha it won't work um they're too big they're too big okay <laughs> now i feel uncomfortable what about um, you chelsea for me it's between janine garofalo's um what do you call that thing corsage no what's that material called when you knit Butter. Oh, oh, that crocheted crocheted okay. her crocheted her long crocheted vest oh that's good or yeah, Roberta, when she wears that like red, yellow, green, like striped. Oh yeah. That's a really good. Ties with the long oh, yeah. shorts. Yeah. That's, yeah. That was really good. I look. would dress up for one of them as for Halloween. It's cute. We should do that. If I could year. wear, uh, what's her name? The, the hot famous. Teeny. Teeny. <laughs> if I could wear that white, like mini skirt. Oh, as an adult as an adult that would be cool but I can't so that'll never happen but very good outfit and also, honestly Demi Moore's outfit was pretty cool too like, what was it she's wearing like a like a 
dress shirt and like little glasses and a vest or something. Okay. Very like writer. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. You guys don't want to wear Chrissy's like all pink, like outfit with like bow stamps on them. No. No. Yeah. It would be the either like Chrissy's mom with that giant bow or the, why can I keep forgetting what the name of this material I keep wanting to say corsage, crochet vest or Roberta's button down with long shorts. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Um, Well, that concludes our discussion of now and then. Thanks everyone for listening. If you would like to follow us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at the Nosh podcast. And you can also shoot us an email if you want to tell us a deep, dark secret that you've been hiding from your friend group and haven't told them for, you know, 30 years. Yes. That would be great. Uh, we're the Nosh podcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on the podcast app and five, give us five stars. That would really mean actually so much. <laughs> I think I would cry. Um, and we definitely read it aloud on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, love you guys and, you know, see you in the group chat. You can always count on me and I can count on you. Good times, bad times in between. But friends will see me through. Say hello to your friends. The Nosh Podcast. Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast. Because you know that your friends are